Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Aww, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Okay, so we are in the last week of the month. As you guys all know, I have been theming this month, and this month's theme is how to achieve your most ambitious goals. And every week I've been breaking down kind of how I coach my own my own coaching clients, how we take their goals and how we work together and co-create and helping them achieve their most ambitious goals. And I'm going to end this month with the theme, obviously being about the goals, but what would you do if you weren't afraid? What would you do if you weren't afraid? And I've been talking this month to all of my coaching clients from all over the world all about what they would do if they weren't afraid. And last week I had a beautiful call with them and I asked them what would they do if they weren't afraid. And the things that people were saying on our call were just overwhelming and mesmerizing because you don't really realize how many people are so afraid of really putting themselves out there and living life ambitiously. And you know what? I still have fear. I know that I am the queen of ambitious land. And I know that a lot of you are listening to this and you're like, no, Katie, you're crazy. Like you don't have any fear. I do. I do have fear sometimes. And I am going to break down the, the six different questions that I posed to my clients last week. And it was just beautiful and inspiring and just jaw dropping some of the things that they said. So that's what we're going to go over today in this final week of July. And like I said, we've been talking about how to achieve your most ambitious goals. And I think, you know, the last couple of weeks have been kind of rah, rah, sis, goomba, a little cheerleading. And then last week I talked a lot about, you know, switching gears and going from a place of masculine into a place of feminine and how feminine energy, divine feminine energy is our superpower in ambitious land. But today I really want to talk about the fear, the fear that so many people harbor that is keeping them from stepping into their power and to truly grabbing their most ambitious life by the cojones and having the life of their dreams because it is possible. God did not put you here to be mediocre. God put you here to be ambitious and to have and do and experience everything that God put here to have, do and experience with whatever that means to you. So before we start, I want to do two things. Number one, I want to just give a huge shout out to our ambitious podcast sponsor, Life Boost Coffee. You guys know I've been obsessed with Life Boost Coffee. And like I've been telling everybody, I am a coffee addict and I 
like was having a lot of stomach problems because if you guys know don't know this about me, I fast every morning. I do in, intermittent fasting. So when I get up in the morning, I have a couple cups of black coffee, a bunch of lemon water my, with my supplements. And the last couple of months, I was having some really severe stomach issues. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then my online business manager and business strategist, Kim Fox, said like, hey, why don't you try this Life Boost coffee? It's organic. It's a single origin bean. It's low acid. There's no mycotoxins to cause inflammation. Like give it a whirl. And I ordered a bunch of Life Boost coffee and I fell in love with it. And I reached out to them and I was like, hey, do you want to sponsor a bitch's podcast? And they were like, hell yes. So right now I am sipping on just a medium roast, nothing fancy, but it does the trick. I love it. Um, you know, I love the gourmet flavors as well. Uh, if you have any questions about which flavors to buy, you can always just DM me on Instagram or you can inbox me on the Mighty Network's Ambitious app and I will be more than happy to share all of my favorite gourmet Life Boost coffee flavors. But right now I'm just having a little medium roast just to get the titties percolating so I can <laughs> do this podcast. It's been a very long day here at the Boyd Baybine residence. Matt and I have been working our asses off. Uh, we have a huge event here with my really close friend and soul sister, the famous medium Maureen Hancock. And then I told Matt on August 1st, I'm retiring for six months. Like, remember when like Beyonce had the twins and then she just like went underground and then like she came out like six months later and she was like, bam, I'm like Beyonce, Coachella Beyonce. That is what I'm doing right now. So August 1st, I am doing, you know, my work, obviously I'm working with my coaching clients and that is it. There is no more events. There is no more extemporaneous things that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be focusing on my health and my wellness and my fertility journey and just giving so much love and so much value to the women that already work with me. So if you are looking to work with me, get on the bandwagon now, get over to um, my website, www.kbmfc.com, Katie Boyd's Misfit Club, or head on over to the website and hook up onto the Mighty Networks app. But um, I am I am uh, just going deep, deep, deep into this ambitious hermitage, and um, and I want to just let everybody know that. But not to uh, go back to what I was talking about. But you know, I kind of probably should go back to what I was talking about. Life Boost Coffee. If you go over to lifeboostcoffee.com and you put in the code ambitious at checkout, make sure you spell it right. Uh, you get 40% off your first your first uh, Life Boost coffee order, and it's delicious and incredible. But like I was saying, uh, you can always reach out to me on my app or DM me on Instagram at Katie Boyd and Bitches, and I would be more than happy to talk all things coffee and clients and coaching and ambitiousness. The second thing I want to do, which has been working out so well for me, is I have been like loving reading uh the ambitious podcast reviews. And I've been connecting with the most incredible women that some of them I didn't even know existed. Like they just listen to my podcast and they show up week after week and they don't really say much and they they move in silence, which, you know, I'm here for it. Uh, but I always just want to give so much love to the all the women in my life that show up here. They're crusaders for the ambitious movement, even if they're silent crusaders, but they're showing up. And I want to give the hookup to anyone who is taking time out of their lives to give a shout out to ambitious. So 
before I start today's podcast, I just want to take some time just to read this amazing podcast review. And it is titled Life Changing Five Stars. And it's from Libra Girl 103. And it says, I have been following Katie since June of 2020. I was stuck in quarantine hell with my 220 pound fat body, unemployed husband, colicky baby boy, and a daughter who was acting out because of all the insanity going on. I needed something and I didn't know what. And a friend tagged me on one of Katie's videos and my life took off from there. She gave me practical, tangible, tangible action steps to get out of my victim mentality and to start being the HBIC I was born to be. She literally turned my life around and I am forever grateful to her, her style, her dedication to spreading this message. If you haven't followed her yet, get on it. Don't judge her on your first interaction with her work either. I didn't care for her the first time I listened to her, but she grew on me so fast once I got my ego out of the way. Start listening today and start changing your life. Libra girl, thank you for being so honest, real and raw. And I am going to send you a gift. So all you have to do is just email me at hello at kbmfc.com and I will figure out who you are, where you're living, and I will get a beautiful gift out to you, a signed copy of Ambitious. And uh, thank you so much. Like a lot of people always say that like, oh, I didn't really like you when I first started listening to you. Like I know that I am not everyone's cup of tea, okay? I'm more like uh, a really fucking rusty... (laughs) glass of bourbon, let's be honest. And I know that about myself, but you have to understand something. And I teach this to all the women that I coach with their businesses. I desire in my life to attract a certain type of woman who is going to show up here week after week, listen to the podcast, work with me one-on-one, go on her social media and shout me out, tell all her friends about my book and whatever. And I also want to repel certain people. I don't want to work with every other, like every freaking broken down hoe that's just like sitting on the sidewalk. That is not what I'm trying to do. And again, like when people feel a certain way about me, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them and their own shit. And Libra girl actually said, like, I didn't care for her at first, but once I got my ego out of the way, like put your ego down and listen to what I'm here saying to you, because I'm not here to hurt you or to like hurt your feelings or berate you or make you feel less than I'm actually here to do the exact opposite my delivery is just not like raw. It's not like kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Like that's not who I am. <laughs> I've never been that way. And when people like say to me like, oh my God, you're so vulgar and you're mean and all these things. I'm like, who the fuck did you think you were listening to or talking to? This is not like stick my thumb up my bum and pull out a plum. This is ambitious. You know, like I'm going to say it like it is. I'm going to be real raw and a lot of people are going to like it. So kiss my big fat Portuguese ass if you don't, but if you do, just know that I'm showing up here week after week because I love you and I desire for you to live life ambitiously. So in the meantime, Libra Girl, reach out to me. And if you haven't written a podcast review yet, get on over to iTunes, give me a five star and tell me all of your accolades and don't just do that, but go deeper and go on your social and tag me on Instagram when you are listening to the podcast. Put it in your stories, post, tell all your friends, spread the word because you are part of this ambitious movement. And karmically, the more people that you get to wake up on this earth plane and level up to the fifth dimension and higher, like you're doing God's work. So thank you in advance. All right. 
So I don't want to bore you all, so I'm just going to get into the nitty gritty. But you know, this is my podcast, so if I want to sell, and I want to, if I want to tell people to thank you, I will. Okay, here we are. All right. So the last installment of this week, uh, the last installment of this month, which is this week's theme, is all about what would you do if you weren't afraid? And this ties so deeply into this whole goal setting world. So many of us have these lofty dreams, goals, and aspirations, and they and they say that they want to live life ambitiously, and they say that they desire to be the HBIC of their magical life, but they are not putting their money where their mouth is. They're saying one thing and they're doing the opposite. And so many of us are coming from a place of fear. They're coming from a place of not enoughness, of fear, of lack, of old mindset programming of old ancestral bullshit that's been passed down through their lineage. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but you get the picture. So I'm here to just have you dig a little bit deeper. So, you know, whether you are like walking your baby in its carriage right now in a park, or you're on the treadmill running, or you're driving, you know, your kids around for soccer after school, whatever you're doing, listen to this once and then listen to it again and get your piece of paper or your journal and actually do this work. Because I don't just show up here and give you a bunch of flowery bullshit speech like, oh yeah, like love, peace, and hair grease. No, I'm here to give you tools every week, tangible tools, and it's up to you to take those tools and actually do the work with them. Okay. So I'm going to give you these six kind of questions and I want you to take your journal and I want you to like really allow yourself to be in this mode of asking yourself these questions and then like just free writing and not judging what comes off of your pen onto the paper, you know? So here's the questions. The big question here is what would you do if you weren't afraid? So like what kind of life would you live, right? What kind of goals would you create? What crazy, audacious, ambitious shit would you pull if you really fucking weren't afraid of rustling someone's feathers or looking stupid or like not enough and all these things. So the first question is, what would you do if you weren't afraid of failing? So many of us are just so afraid of failure. And I'm going to flip the coin too right now. And I'm going to also just say this. Some of us think that we're actually afraid of failure, but we're actually really, truly afraid of success. Like, what would success look like? I talk to so many of my coaching clients about this, and so many of them say, like, it's not that I don't think that I can gain the success and I can get to that level and I can, you know, like, hit these goals, but then they're afraid of, like, okay, so then I hit this goal and I achieve this goal, but then, like, now I have to fucking maintain it or I have to go even further than that goal. And, like, what does that look like? And that's freaking scary because just to think about this one one goal, that was scary enough. But to now hit that goal and have to keep, like, leveling up and and, and attaining it and, 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 and maintaining it. So it's not just about failure. It's also about success. So ask yourself this question. What would you do if you weren't afraid of failing? And I'll also pose this, what would you do if you weren't afraid of success? And really go deep into what that looks like and feels like. Because whatever you expose, whatever you let out there to the world, you can heal it. Like I always say, whatever you reveal, you can heal. And you're only as sick as your secrets. So let it out. Some of the hardest things that I've ever had to come to grips with 
was just speaking my truth, not to other people, but to myself. So what would you do if you weren't afraid of failing or you weren't afraid of success? The next question here is, what would you do if you weren't afraid of disappointing someone? So many times we have these lofty goals and we really desire to to achieve this goal or these goals. And then we start thinking of like, oh my God, but like, you know, I'll give you an example. This happens so many, so much for with my coaching clients. They'll say like, I really desire to achieve this goal, but if I achieve this goal and I go full bore and I work on achieving this goal, I'm not going to be able to see my husband enough, or I'm going to not be able to bring my children to school every day, or I'm not going to be able to go to their baseball games or their cheerleading after school every night, or I might miss some of their milestones, or I won't be able to, you know, like have date night every Tuesday with my husband, or I might have to travel and people might miss me. And they actually like, and, and it's beautiful that you love your family or you love your friends or you love, you know, what you're doing so much that you don't want to like upset the apple cart. But I always tell people, whatever makes you your asshole pucker a little bit, whatever makes you kind of like get bubble guts and shit your pants is what you actually should be running towards. So if anything starts to make you feel uncomfortable when you start to speak it, think it and do it, that's the things that you should be running towards, not from. So what would you do if you weren't afraid of disappointing someone? The next question here is, what would you do if you weren't afraid of disappointing your own expectations? This happens to me all the time. Like, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this at the end of the podcast, but one of the things that I write about in Ambitious the Book, if you haven't picked up Ambitious the Book or a Bitch Box, get on over to kbmc.com and go over to Ambitious the Book and pick up your signed copy. I will write you a personal message. I talk a lot about this in the book and I call it the ambitious abundance affirmation. When I start doing this work with my clients, when we start creating these ambitious abundance affirmations, so many people get so freaked out because they're like, okay, because one of the things I say is, here's your goal that you desire to accomplish. Now you have to put a timeline stamp on it. So you have to say like, by such and such a date, I will achieve such and such a thing. And then that date freaks them out because they're like, what if I don't reach this goal by this date, that I'm a failure, that I'm a loser? What if I, you know, what if I write down on my ambitious abundance affirmation that I desire to, you know, accrue a million dollars and I only accrue $899,999? I'm like, that's $800,999 more than you had before, bitch. But people get so hung up on the frivolities and the minutia that they hold themselves back from disappointing their own expectations. And that keeps them from their greatest goal, which is their birthright here on earth. So the next question is, what would you do if you weren't afraid of disappointing your own expectations? The next question I would like to pose on you would be, what would you do if you weren't afraid of looking dumb or foolish or stupid. So many of my clients that I work with in a business capacity, you know, I have a lot of coaching clients that come to me, you know, obviously for mindset and for, you know, spirituality stuff and that, but a lot of them come to me for 
for business stuff because they're like, the reason why I'm not achieving this in my business is because my mindset is fucked up and because I have past trauma that I need to be healed and because I'm not doing my spiritual practices or I'm not as healthy as I could be or my house is like a fucking hoarder house or whatever these people's excuses are. And everyone has shit, right? But so many of the women, and I'm just, I'm using business because it's easy to talk about. So many of the women that I coach are like, I know that I should be doing reels. I know I should be going live. I know I should be doing more um, Instagram stories. I know I should be posting. I know I should be doing all these things. I know I should be doing public speaking. I know I should be doing all this stuff. And I'm just so afraid to fuck up. I'm so afraid for people to like make fun of me. I'm so afraid to be judged. I'm so afraid to be talked about by my next door neighbor or the other moms at cheerleading or, you know, what if people come for me on social media and they call me fat or ugly or stupid or, or all these things. And the first thing I say to them is, first of all, anyone that's going to come for you like that is never going to spend a motherfucking penny at your business. So fuck them and the horse that they wrote in on. That's number one, <laughs> right? I'm going to go back to Gasper Cruz. If you're not feeding me, fucking me or financing me, I don't give a fuck. And even then I don't care because <laughs> I am a sovereign motherfucking being and the HBIC of my most ambitious life. So I don't really care what you think or say or do. And I was talking to a coaching client today and I was talking about how um, she, one of her fears was um, showing up on social media and people like, you know, making fun of her or talking shit about her. And I was just like, dude, This is called the reticular activating system in your brain. This is the part of your brain that focuses on the one motherfucker that called you ugly instead of the hundred people today that said that they loved you and they thanked you for showing up and inspiring them or educating them or entertaining them or empowering them. I said, so it's just your mind playing tricks on you. So fuck it. I mean, look at, look at some of the most incredible people in our history that have created, I mean, look at friggin' Edison and the light bulb. I mean, I think like he blew himself up like 10,000 times before he finally figured out the light bulb, right? He wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Everybody's making fun of me. Jesus, I'm going to go hide in Menlo Park and jerk off. No, he was like, okay, it took me 9,999 tries. That was just learning, That was being brave and audacious and courageous and putting myself out there. So I invented motherfucking light. Now, by the way, he didn't really. Tesla did. But that's a whole, not Tesla, the car. I'm talking about like Nikolai Tesla. That's a whole other story for a different different day. (laughs) I'm not going to go into that. But I'm just using him as an example. He showed up every day and he put himself out there. And even if he was scared or he was frustrated or, or people were like, making fun of him. And he was probably surrounded by a bunch of naysayers that were just like waiting for him to fail. And the truth of the matter is, is that we all, no matter what we do in life, people are sitting on the sidelines, picking their clits and they are waiting for us to fail. Don't give them any attention. Like it says in the Bible, don't throw your pearls to the swines. Don't give them any play. Focus on the people who love you, the people who pay you, the people who show up and post about you and give you podcast reviews and go on your Instagram and shout you out and like tell people how much, you know, you've changed their lives. Give the attention and the love to them and fuck all that noise, right? So what would you do if you weren't afraid of looking dumb, foolish, stupid, etc.? What would you do? The next question is, what would you do if you weren't afraid of not making money. 
I always tell people that I coach in business coaching. I say, what would you do every day from now until the rest of your life, until the last breath that you take, that makes you so happy, it lights you up, it just fills you up, it like makes your heart sing, and you would do it regardless if you were getting paid or not, what would you do? And they'll tell me, and I will literally tell them, and that's what you should be doing for your career or your business or your new entrepreneurial endeavor. What would you do if you weren't afraid of making money? Because when you can peel that onion and you could figure that out, that's pretty much what you should be doing, right? I was working with a girl. Um, she's absolutely incredible. She does my Botox and I don't, I haven't had filler in a really long time, but I told her during my Beyonce glow up, she's going to be helping me. (laughs) Katie's lips are looking a little thin right now after COVID. And I was telling her, you know, we were having a conversation on the phone today and I was saying to her, you know, what do people inbox you and ask you about the most as a, a, an injectable nurse, like a nurse injector? And she goes, honestly, Katie, she goes, mostly uh, my inbox is filled with women who are, uh, who are nurses just like me that want to learn like what I do and how I got into it and how I became so successful. And I said, okay, I know that you like obviously do this for a living. You inject people with Botox, you do filler, you like help these women feel more confident and beautiful and all these things. What if I told you that that was going to be just a small percentage of your business and the way that you were going to scale your business up is actually to create programs that help teach other women who are nurses, doctors, etc., how to do what you do. And she was like, oh my God, she goes, you're so fucking right. And I'm like, I know I'm right. That's why I get paid the big bucks. So ask yourself, what would you do if you weren't afraid of not making money? And that's always the thing because I I asked her, I said, do you give free advice now? She goes, oh my God, Katie, like hours of my day are just spent on Instagram giving other nurses like free advice on what, how to like, you know, how to, who to go to for training and what to do and like what school and what this and what doctor to, you know, mentor with and all this stuff. And I was like, yep. And now we're going to create a program together and you're going to get paid for it. And the last question here. The last question here that I want to pose is, what would you do if you weren't afraid of having to give up and try again? So many people are so afraid to start because they're like, well, what if I have to do this a thousand times? What if I have to, you know, give up? And, you know, what if I get pregnant in the middle of this? What if I, what if this happens? What if my family member that I love dies? What if I lose my job? I don't know. I don't know. God works in mysterious ways. But what would you do if you weren't afraid of of having to give up and try again? I mean, all of my failures in my career, and my career has spanned over 20 plus years, all the failures in my careers were my greatest lessons. All the fucking shitty ass clients that I had when I was younger were my greatest teachers. It's never the good clients who you love and want a 69 that teach you the lessons. It's always the shit bags that you that you attract to you because you're not in a good place energetically. So stop worrying about, oh my God, what if I have to like, you know, what if I fail and I have to try again? Who gives a fuck? What if you, and what if you don't? And what if you don't? And the next thing I kind of want to go into is making decisions, goal oriented decisions and making them from fear or are you making them from love? 
And there are many, many, many words that you can substitute for love. You can you can substitute passion. You can substitute commitment, trust, kindness, dedication, faith, abundance, gratitude. It's like, are you making decisions from passion? Are you making decisions from commitment? Are you making decisions from from faith or abundance? Or are you choosing fear to steer you in the direction of your goal? So I know a lot of my clients who I first start coaching with, they are so lack mentality. They are so in a place of fear. You know, I always talk about Florence Scoville Shin when she always says like, are you, are you serving faith or are you serving fear? So many of us are coming from a place of, of fear and they're not coming from a place of faith. So what would you do differently if you could shift your mindset from a place of fear to a place of, let's fill in the blanks here, loving what you do, trusting in the good intentions of others, committing to your purpose here in life, your assignment, your mission, the strength of your convictions. What would you do differently if you could shift from a place of fear to a place of gratitude for having an opportunity to actually do something that is worthwhile and that matters and that changes people's lives? What if you could shift your mindset from a place of fear to a place of dedication to a cause, whether it's big, small, medium, or from a place of fear to a place of faith and kindness, or from a place of fear to a place of passion or excitement or elation. And last but not least, what if you could shift your mindset from a place of fear to a place of belief in your own ability to overcome challenges? That's the questions that I want you to ask. So you have a lot of you have a lot of work here today. You have a lot of work here today. And the last thing I want to touch upon before I finish off this last podcast of the month and obviously as you know, we've been talking about goals. Goals has been our theme here. I want to talk about your ambitious abundance affirmation. I know I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Um I teach this all the time in my coaching. I write about it in my book. I really want the last thing that you do is to really sit and think about creating your ambitious abundance affirmation. And like I said, I talk about it in the book. I teach this in my coaching. This is like one of the first things that I do one-on-one. I help my coaching clients, my one-on-one mentorship clients, my mistress minders. I teach them how to write their ambitious abundance affirmation. And I actually co-create and I help them write it. And then I have them say that ambitious abundance affirmation first thing in the morning when they wake up with their rituals and right before they go to bed at night. And there is not only magic, there's science and there's energy and there's laws of the universe when you utilize this on a daily basis and you create this ambitious abundance affirmation. So if you are looking to have a little bit of help doing that, reach out to me. You know how to reach me kbmc.com, the ambitious app, or on Instagram at Katie Boyd Ambitious. Reach out to me. I would be more than happy to help you pick up the book. It teaches you in one of the latter chapters how to do it start to finish. Obviously, all of the women that I have coached over the last, you know, God, decade, they've all done this work and it's changed their lives. The women who are actually saying their ambitious abundance affirmation every day and not only saying it, but they're feeling it and they're experiencing it. And they realize that 
as soon as they write this and as soon as they think this and as soon as they say this, God and the universe go to work to start to move things in the universe to, you know, come into play or to move out of your way to help you achieve these ambitious goals. But being ambitious doesn't just like happen. It's not just like, oh, one day I woke up and I was the HBIC of my most ambitious life. That's not how it works. Okay. So you have a lot of work to do. Um, this is what I do. This is how I coach. I give you the tools and you have to use the tools. You know, you got to put your big girl panties on or your rubber undies or whatever the fuck you wear and you got to do the work, you know, and do it with divine feminine, you know, keep your masculine edge when you need it, but focus on really showing up in your divine feminine energy while doing this. And also as you're achieving your most ambitious goals, ask people for help, ask coaches for help. I have coaches Put yourself in a place where you're are surrounded by other like-minded women who also are goal setting and achieving and doing and leveling up because you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I know for a lot of you women out there from all over the world, if when I say that your butthole just puckered and you cringed because that is like real deal shit happening. Okay. And for a lot of you, the you are the sum of the five people. That is not a good thing. So. I hope that this week's podcast helped you. Next week and next month, our theme is surrender. You guys are going to be like in a whole other flow with me in the month of August. I'm looking so forward to it. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for showing up here week after week and being part of this ambitious movement. I appreciate it from the bottom of my little black heart. And I'm looking so forward to the month of August where we go real deep dive into the word and the theme and the energy of surrender and what that means to each and every one of us. Don't forget to tell everybody about ambitious and I will see you when I see you. Don't forget to stay ambitious. Love y'all.